What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Rough Around the Edges podcast. I am your host, Brittany Lozon. I hope everybody's having a wonderful day so far. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty early. Your girl could not sleep last night. I made the mistake. I Yesterday was a really great day. I got to meet up with my client, Joelle, and her wife, um, Alisa for a workout, uh, alongside my boyfriend, Alex put us through a freaking torture session. Um, and then in the afternoon after baby K woke up from her nap, her and I went to spirit Halloween. We went to target. We went to Starbucks. Literally. I am that meme that it's like running quote unquote errands. That was us yesterday. Um, but we had so much fun. I got, so much Halloween stuff. Um, last year, I did not really just where my head was at mentally. Um, I had just made the move from Mexico back to Florida and um, just a lot of really dark, tough shit going on. So your girl, even though Halloween is her favorite holiday, spooky season is the best. Um, did not participate in the decorating or festivities last year. So I made sure this year we made up for that. So went and bought all of our stuff, decorated yesterday, and I bought, um, I found sugar-free uh, chai latte mix, zero calorie. Um, so, and I found decaffeinated pumpkin spice K-cups for curate, for Keurig machine, which I have. Um, and then I found a sugar-free pumpkin spice coffee creamer. So I made a little concoction for myself last night, chai, pumpkin. Um, and then I also have sugar-free vanilla syrup too, but I forgot. Well, I didn't forget. I just, I don't know why I didn't think that chai tea has caffeine in it. And your girl had this concoction around 10 p.m. last night. So I had caffeine flowing in my body real late. So I just could not sleep. And I was happening. I'm trying to think all week. What is the message that I want to put out this week? Um, and something that's just been on my mind the last couple of days with NPC North Americans being this weekend and then me just going back and forth in my head of, you know, do I want to prep? Do I not want to prep? What are the pros and cons? I just wanted to, I don't know, talk a little bit about the good, the bad, and the ugly of competing. Now, this is not to knock competing at all because I think it is such a great challenge. It is such a great tangible goal to be working towards. It's a way that you can push yourself, obviously physically, um, but people underestimate how much of a mental game and how much mental fortitude you need to be able to fully get through a successful prep. Um, it's tough and it's tough for, for so many reasons. Um, so for those of you who don't know, or may have not listened to previous podcasts, I did my first competition when I was 19 years old. I'd been training for, um, like seriously weight training for about a year and a half at that point. And 
I was getting into it for, I mean, I, I always had a love for bodybuilding. Like I used to watch the YouTube videos of Nicole Wilkins and Dana Lynn Bailey. They were my, you know, huge inspirations to me. And I really wanted to follow that path and, and compete one day. Um, and I was in a relationship at the time where the gentleman was like, nope, don't want you doing that. Don't want others, you know, seeing you in a bikini, la, 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 la. So once I finally left that relationship, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Now is my time. I have no one or nothing holding me back. So I, um, dabbled into my first prep and that was the first time I had really seen my body in a way where I was like, holy shit, like this is crazy how much you can manipulate your body and um, just what what things look like underneath there when you strip down all of the the body fat. It's like, oh my gosh, I am obsessed with this. And that prep, the dieting and the cardio for me, I mean, it wasn't easy, but I did not slip up on my meal plan once. I did all of my cardio. Like I was truly just loving the process in and out. And I was seeing my body change every single day, you know, in the direction that I had been, you know, I I had never even dreamed that my body could look like that. Um, (laughs) Throughout that prep, I developed, this is just a side note. Um, just be conscious of your caffeine intake if you're in general, but especially if you're prepping. I I remember I would consume up to like, I worked at a, a car dealership at that point and I would have up to like four coffees a day and like three green teas and be taking pre-workout and fat burners and it was so bad to the week prior to show my coach was like okay we need to cut out you know we just need to be more conscious of this we need to cut out all artificial sweeteners so no more you know pre-workouts nothing like that I went through such a bad caffeine withdrawal that I spent my entire show day lying on the concrete with my eyes closed, like did not even know where I was. Random people would come up to me and be like, are, are you okay? Cause I literally just in between the morning and night show just laid on the concrete by myself. Cause no one was at the show with me. Um, basically just dying. <laughs> so just, if you're in a prep, please be courteous and, and conscious of your caffeine intake. Um, but yeah, just it's just funny, like the unhealthy um, habits that you pick up to, I guess, compensate for the extremes and the, the restrictiveness and the fatigue and all of that. So just things to take into consideration. Um, but at the time, I was not familiar with what a reverse diet was. You know, I just, I don't even know what I thought would happen post-show that like you just maintained that physique. Like I didn't, I I knew, but I didn't know that, you know, your show day physique is literally, you just have it for the one day you work all that time 
you know, for, for one day of reaching peak presentation and condition. And then, you know, you kind of got to work towards going back to normal life. Like I never really put any thought into what would happen after the show. Um, I did pretty well for my first show. I got second place, uh, which in Canada, top five at a regional show would qualify you for provincials. So I, um, I went and did provincials, uh, maybe it was two months later. Yeah, I believe it was, there were like eight weeks in between. Um, and if you listen to my first podcast, you will know that I, um, was taking Anavara that prep, um, but I had run out in between the first and second show. And I had just, like I said, gotten out of the relationship. So I had moved. My ex-boyfriend was my connection for, um, drugs, I guess. So I didn't have any left. So obviously I softened up from the first show to the second show. So I didn't do very well at the second show. I got second call outs. I was still proud of myself because I was the youngest in my class by like 10 years. And I still, you know, I didn't look bad, but definitely was not as tight as my first show. So I was pretty disappointed with myself. Um, I felt as though throughout my first prep that I was kind of like the, the show pony almost for my coach. Um, because I did look, you know, pretty good. And she was at the time, uh, kind of a, a newer coach, um, local ish. So like we would meet up together and train sometimes and do posing sessions. And, um, she had like a prep camp house that she invited, um, some of her closer clients to before she like opened it up to the general public to like actually pay and go do her camps. Um, so I was invited to that. So we were, we were pretty close. And then after the second show, I felt almost like, uh, I let her down in a way. Um, and so when I inquired about like, okay, what comes next? How do I eat? Because I was obviously freaking out, um, coming from a history of disordered eating as well. I was just, my, my hormones were just all over the place. I had lost my cycle. Um, obviously my ghrelin and leptin levels had shifted throughout my prep. Like I was just hungry and extremely food focused. Um, and I didn't know how to deal with these things. And it was, it was terrifying because I had never experienced these, these emotions before. Um, I had, but not in the same way. Um, and I was like, I, have worked all of this time to achieve this, this physique after, you know, being overweight or just unhappy with my body my whole life. Like I want to maintain this as much as I possibly can. And so when I reached out to her about, you know, what would happen next, um, I didn't get an answer. (laughs) I mean, the, uh, you know, the only answer that I got was, um, you know, just go back to eating regularly And I'm like, what does that mean? You know, because my intake has dwindled (laughs) throughout the last. So my first prep was 14 weeks plus another eight. So 22 weeks, 
you know, my intake has gone one direction, like how, how quickly do I bring things back up? What is normal eating? Can I eat anything that's not on this meal plan? Because I had also, um, with, I had not learned how to count macros yet at that time. I was simply following, you know, the meal plan that she provided. And I'm like terrified to eat anything that's not on there because I think I'm going to gain weight. Well, not getting a response and just kind of feeling lost, post-show blues, which if you're unfamiliar with, um, it's very common for competitors to go through this like bout of depression post-show for the reasons that I was just listing, but also just not having that tangible goal anymore. It's like, I've been working all of this time, day in and day out, pushing myself for this one day. And now the day's passed. It's like, well, now what? So I spiraled. I, you know, uh, started binging again and just didn't have any guidance. And post-show to me is more challenging than the actual, you know, prep itself. Um, Not having that goal anymore, it's like, okay, I have a little bit of freedom to eat more foods. But if you don't, if you can't keep things in line, which is very challenging when you're hunger levels are so elevated and then your metabolism has continually down-regulated. So you're in a primed state to store body fat. Yeah, your girl put on 50 pounds in just a few months. Um, So you really just have to, if you are going to compete, understand that the diet does not stop on show day. I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to go through a reverse diet post-show. Also be prepared for all of the mental games that is going to come along, you know, with just transitioning back into normal life post-show. Like I said, you've been kind of seeing your body change and and transition in one direction, you know, in terms of fat loss for so many weeks. I know like my third prep. Yeah, my third prep, I dieted for 40 weeks. That's almost a year. So for almost a whole year, I was seeing my body transform and shift in one direction. And then even just 10 pounds or five to 10 pounds, which is very, very common. Even if you don't overconsume post-show, it's very common to um, gain weight, you know, for the couple of days or even up to weeks until your body kind of re-regulates post-show just due to, um, you know, just everything balancing out. Oh, baby K just woke up. So if you hear her talking in the background. I will tend to her in a second. But um, just from hormones re-regulating and um, water, you know, if you did a, if you manipulated water going into your show, if you manipulated your sodium levels going into show, um, just reintroducing foods back in. Um, A lot of people, most people, Um, after the show, you know, they'll go out and have a nice meal, atypical food sources, you know, your digestion is 
going to become not compromised, but when you reintroduce atypical food sources that you haven't eaten in quite some time, especially things that are, you know, just dense in, in fat and calories and say, if you haven't had dairy in a while or, you know, just certain food sources, it's, it's going to have an effect on your digestive system. So, and then if you go into that realm of overconsuming, um, you know, I've known bikini competitors who have put on, you know, upwards of 20 pounds, very like within a couple of days, um, extreme edema, just swelling, their bodies just swollen, ankles everywhere. Um, and it takes, you know, a long time for their bodies to kind of re-regulate. And obviously that's going to play a mind game on you too. Like, wow, I've gained 20 pounds in just a matter of days. I worked so hard to lose weight and now it's all come back so quickly. It's, it's, it can be like truly gut-wrenching. So, um, you know, there's, there's so many more things that I would like to talk about in regards to competing, just like the good, the bad, the ugly, um, and I, and I'll definitely do another episode on that, but, um, baby K did just wake up. So I'm going to have to go tend to her, get her breakfast started, get us ready for the day. It is Sunday, um, September, I believe it's the fourth today. My birthday's in three days, the big 29 and then Chanel, uh, her birthday is a day after mine. So, so many Virgos. And then our other coach, Casey's birthday was last week. So three out of the four coaches on the Audacious Athlete team are Virgos. Um, so we're going to have some breakfast. We're going to go to the gym. Um, and then we are probably going to continue decorating this afternoon. Um, going to go get some groceries, laundry, you know, the typical... Sunday stuff. And then I am recording a podcast tonight for the Rough Around the Edges podcast with my longtime client of over four years, Jess Lagos. She just stepped on stage in May, uh, not May, (laughs) my goodness, just a couple of months ago um, for the first time you know, we've been through a lot. So we're going to record a podcast on what it's like to be my client, what her experience has been, and just talk a little bit about her story because it is truly, truly inspiring. So I'm going to go get baby K. I hope everybody has a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you so much again for tuning in, for supporting this podcast. It truly means everything. And I'm just so excited for what's to come. So hope everybody has a wonderful rest of their weekend. Let me know if you want me to dive deeper into this topic, um, what you want me to talk about. I am open, open for suggestions. So have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to you in the next one.